The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Baseball. This game is being brought to you by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. And by the Shout Brothers Farms. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of Ultimate Sports Talk. Now let's go to the field for today's game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Rittman High School Baseball Field. I'm Dave Mitchell, and this afternoon we have got high school baseball action for you today on Ultimate Sports Talk as the first place Waynedale Golden Bears 9-2 and in the Wayne County Athletic League, a half a game in front of the Chippewa Chips in the conference, 15-4 and all overall, and winners of nine in a row will take on the Rittman Indians this afternoon. They are 12-6 and on the year and 5-6 and in Wayne County Athletic League play. This game was originally scheduled to be played over at Waynedale. Yesterday's game was supposed to be here at Rittman, but because of the field condition here at Rittman and the field condition was better off at Waynedale, they flip-flopped this two-game series. Yesterday's game was held at Waynedale, and the Bears came away with a 7 nothing victory behind Marcus Schlebaugh in the game. He went head-to-head with Rittman's ace, Matt Garza, and threw a four-hit shutout yesterday, striking out nine and walking one. And because that game between Dalton and Chippewa was rained out yesterday, that's the reason that the Bears have moved into a half-game lead in the conference. Now, Chippewa, as it was a couple of weeks ago, they are actually have played one less game than the Bears. So if they win this two-game set against Dalton, then they've got two games left. The Bears have two games left also. That would be next Monday against Hillsdale. Now, they were supposed to play on Tuesday against Hillsdale, but that game has been moved to Thursday because... The tournament draw was held on Sunday, and the Bears' first tournament game will be next Tuesday, May 10th, and that will be against the winner of, uh, and we will get into that here in just a little bit, but that will be against the winner of the Norway-Black River game, and that will be at 5 o'clock next Tuesday afternoon. Now, that Hillsdale game that was scheduled to be played on Tuesday at Waynedale has now been moved to next Thursday, the 12th, and that will be Senior Day for the Bears, and of course, as has been in most of the sports this fall, uh, this year for Waynedale, there are a tremendous amount of seniors that will be saying goodbye uh, after that game next Thursday. Of course, that probably will not be their last game, especially if they can win their tournament game on Tuesday. But Schlebaugh, winning last night, set the Bears up pretty well this afternoon. Evan Reidenball will be the starting pitcher for the Bears today, and he will be going up against one of Rittman's better pitchers from last year, and that will be Tyler Galt. Galt was 4-0 and on the mound last year, or excuse me, Keck is going to be going this afternoon for the uh, Rittman Indians, and Keck, 
uh, is one of their better pitchers also. Garza pitched for them last night. He's the ace of the staff. He'll be playing shortstop here this afternoon. We'll be back to tell you what's happening around high school baseball and softball, and we'll get the batting orders and get this game underway from Rittman when we return here on Ultimate Sports Talk. OHSAA Commissioner Dr. Dan Ross on safe driving. Car crashes are the leading cause of fatality among teens 15 to 18 in our country. We all need to do our part to help reduce accidents that are due to distracted driving and texting while driving. Parents and coaches, please set the rules for when it's appropriate for your kids to use a cell phone. We want to see all of you at the next ballgame. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, this is just a gorgeous field here at Ripman High School. They are one of the few schools that had a gorgeous field out front, and then when they built the new school, they put another one right back out here as they tore up the original field. But this one, if not as nice, it is just a little bit nicer than the previous field that they had, and it is a gorgeous day for baseball as we try to get this one in here this afternoon. The girls' softball team yesterday won over Rittman, 11-1. to They're playing them again here this afternoon over here. Waynedale scored three in the first inning, five in the fourth, and three again in the sixth to end the game. Megan Amstutz, who is quietly having a big year for Stu Swinehart's squad, is went three for four yesterday with the double. She also threw a complete game for the win, striking out six and giving up three hits. Kendall Lloyd had a double, and Wiss and Riley Poling each had two hits in the ball game. Now, the Lady Bears, the rest of their schedule after today here over at Ritman, they are playing on Thursday. That will be at Triway, and then Saturday they've got a doubleheader against West Holmes. We'll be bringing you the first game of that doubleheader from Millersburg. Yesterday around softball action, it was Northwestern shutting out Smithville 10-0 in sixth innings, and freshman Hannah Frick threw a perfect game in that one. Dalton defeated Chippewa 4-3, and it was Orville over Northwest 11-10 in games that were played yesterday. Today in softball action around the conference, Norway is at Hillsdale, Northwestern goes to Smithville, and Chippewa will be at Dalton along with Waynedale over here at Rittman. Elsewhere, it's Ashland at Orville, Worcester goes to West Holmes, Central Christian will be at Mansfield Christian, and Tusky Central Catholic travels to Highland. In softball action tomorrow, West Holmes will be at Worcester, Orville goes to Ashland, Highland is at Malvern, and Indian Valley will play at Tuslaw. In baseball action yesterday afternoon around the conference, let's check those scores. First of all, it was Northwestern shutting out Smithville 2 to nothing. Hillsdale lost to Norway 10 to 4, and then outside the conference it was Danville over Central Christian 3 to 2. Highland defeated Newcomerstown 10 to nothing. The Highland Hawks now have won 46 consecutive conference games, and Tuslaw defeated Indian Valley 4-1. to In baseball action around the area today in the conference, it's Chippewa at Dalton, Norway goes to Hillsdale, and Northwestern will be at Smithville. Outside the conference, it's Ashland at Orville, Worcester travels to West Holmes, Mansfield Christian will entertain Central Christian, and Tusky Central Catholic goes to Highland. In Wednesday baseball action, it's Ashland hosting Orville, Mapleton will be at Triway, Highland travels to Malvern, 
Indian Valley will be at Tuslock, and West Holmes is at Worcester. Now, we alluded to the tournament bracket happening, the, the district tournament happening at Norwayne. Well, here's what's going on. In the top half of the bracket, Waynedale got the bye, and they will play the winner of the Norwayne-Black River game, and that will be Monday, May 9th. Now, Manchester got the bye in the bottom half of the bracket, and they will play the winner in the bottom half of the bracket against Orville-Smithville, and that is Monday at 9. Now, Waynedale will play Tuesday, May 10th, against that Norwayne-Black River game. Then in the bottom half of the top bracket, Chippewa got a bye, and they will play the winner also Tuesday of the Monday game between Loudonville and Triway. In the bottom bracket, Manchester will play Tuesday also against the winner of that Orville-Smithville game. And then in the bottom half, Fairless takes on Northwestern Monday, and Rittman will play Tuslaw on Monday. And the winner of those two games will play on Tuesday, and that will be at 5 o'clock. And then they'll move into the Norwayne field and play the uh, districts there coming up later on next week. Now the Bears the rest of this week, they've got a game at Triway on Thursday out of the conference and then Saturday they will be taking on Fairless. We'll be back to match up this ball game and give you the starting lineups. We'll do all that when we return right after this. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Ohio is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by Yoder Builders in Orville, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Spidell Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. And the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Dave Mitchell back here at Rittman High School Baseball Field as we are set to go here this afternoon for this one. Rittman 12-6 and six on the year, 5-6 and six in Wayne County Athletic League play under head coach Joe Staley in his 11th year. Last year, he took a 22-7 and seven record into the tournament and got into the district finals but ended up losing there. In his 11th year, he's won 134 games and lost 136. Manny Garza, who pitched yesterday, striking out seven, walking two, and five and two-thirds innings, took the loss for Rittman. He's their ace. Matt McMillan, who was out for the basketball season with an ACL injury, he has managed to work his way into the lineup, and he's going to start this afternoon in left field. For Staley, he's returning six players. Last year, Garza hit 433 with 41 runs scored. Tristan Kidd hit 411, and Tyler Galt hit 405. Galt was also 4-0 and on the mound with a 1.92 ERA, but today they have decided to go with Caleb Keck on the mound for this one. Caleb Keck, he was one of their big hitters. He'll be hitting leadoff today. He batted 363 last year, and on the year last year at the mound, he was 5-4 and with a 1.30 ERA. 
Waynedale, they're heading into this one. Winners of nine in a row. They're 15-4 and four on the year. Nine and two in the Wayne County Athletic League. Justin McDowell in his second year, 28 wins against 18 career defeats. Last year, the Bears finished 13-14, and 14, but they have made a dramatic improvement this year. They've learned how to win one-run games that they couldn't win a year ago. Marcus Schleyball was the winner yesterday, and today the Bears will be going with Evan Reidenbaugh on the mound. You could go 1 and 1A as far as the pitchers of the ace of the staff for this squad, Marcus Schleybaugh and Evan Reidenbaugh. Then you've got Parker Snyder, who's done an outstanding job, and Manny Camacho, who is also winning some ball games on the mound for the Bears this year. But Reidenbaugh on the season, his win-loss record, they are 2-2. Two and two. Reidenbaugh is with a 2.53 ERA in four appearances as a starter this year. Reidenbaugh has pitched 19 and a third innings, giving up 18 runs, seven of them earned on 22 hits. He has struck out 16, and he's walked 19, giving up one home run this season. And if you talk with manager Justin McDowell about Reidenbaugh this year, he would say the problem that Evan has had is not with his speed, but with his control. His location has not been near as good as what he has wanted it to be this season, but he's going with Reidenbaugh here this afternoon, and they are going to depend on him to win this ball game because, as I said, they are a half a game up on the Chippewa Chips, and they need to continue to win if they hope to not only continue their winning streak here this afternoon, but also force the Chips to win, and the Bears looking for their first conference title since the 1999 season. We'll be back to take a look at the batting order for this afternoon's game and have the first pitch when we return to Rittman right after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, let's check the batting order for the Waynedale Golden Bears here this afternoon as Rittman breaks their huddle and heads out onto the field to get this one underway. And Caleb Keck will take his warm-up pitches, the right-hander for the Rittman Indians. Nick Strassball will lead things off for the Bears, playing shortstop this afternoon. Nick hitting 345 on the year. Ryan Weaver will be in center field. Weaver has the dubious distinction of being the number two hitter and leading the team in being hit by pitches. Weaver also on the season is hitting 300. Evan Reidenbaugh on the mound today. He'll be batting third. Reidenbaugh leading the team in batting at 476. Then comes Shane Weaver, the cleanup man, playing first base. Shane batting 364, and he has driven home 10 runs this year. Aaron Spidell will be behind the plate, batting fifth. Aaron is hitting 387, and he's leading the team in RBIs with 15 this year. As far as the number six hitter, it's Marcus Schleybaugh. He will be playing third base this afternoon. Schleybaugh on the year batting 264. 
Colton Purdy will be the second baseman today for the Bears. Purdy is hitting 175. Steven Spidell batting eighth. He's the DH hitting for Manny Camacho, who will play left field. Steven Spidell on the season is hitting 242. And Jarrett Wanzik will be in right field batting ninth. Wanzik on the year is hitting 340. So it's Strasbaugh, Weaver, and Rydenbaugh, the top three. Weaver, Spidell, and Schleybaugh, the middle three. Purdy, Spidell, and Wanzik will be the bottom three against Caleb Keck for the Ritman Indians. And as we said last year, Keck, he was 5-4 and four on the mound with a 1.30 ERA. Right-hander, tall right-hander, slim, has a good fastball, curveball, throws the changeup, and we'll see what the Bears can do against him. Defensively, for Ritman here this afternoon, they will go with Matt McMillan in left field. Kidd is in center. Yance will be in right. Then comes Gauld at third. Garza at short. He pitched yesterday. Ramsire will be at second base. Bauman will be at first. Carr is behind the plate. And as we said, Keck is on the mound. Gorgeous day for baseball. Wind blowing straight in from left field here this afternoon. So, And it's gusting pretty well at times. Down the lines, it's 320 here at Rittman. Up the alleys, 350. And in center field, it's also 350 here at Rittman High School. Rittman in their white uniforms with red numerals and trim. Waynedale in their road white uniforms with brown shoulders and arm length, gold numerals, and brown trim. As we get this one set to go, glad to have you along here this afternoon on Ultimate Sports Talk. Strasball will step into the batter's box, the shortstop, having a good year for the Bears, and we're about set to get this one underway. Waynedale winners of nine in a row, looking to make it ten in a row. Nick stepping into the right-hand batter's box is now the home plate umpire's got everything set, and we are set to go for baseball action here this afternoon. Keck's going to rock into the motion, and the first pitch of the day to Strasbaugh is over the outside corner at the belt for a called strike, and we're underway. 69 degrees as we start this one this afternoon from Rittman. Keck. Shakes off Carr behind the plate. Now gets the sign to his liking. And the 0-1 pitch is fouled straight back and out of play. Every time there's a foul ball here this afternoon, I'm going to look up in sheer terror. I'm close to the backstop. But if you remember when you were listening to the Orville game last week, I had one smash down right on top of me. And I was behind the backstop at Waynedale too. Keck, the 0-2 pitch to Strasbaugh. Curveball down in the dirt. Bounces away from the catcher. And it's 1-2. and two. Ryan Weaver's on deck for the Bears, and then comes Evan Reidenbaugh here in the top of the first inning. Wind has died down somewhat. Infield in at the corners for Rittman. And the 1-2 pitch to Strasbaugh swung on and lined out into right center field. That's going to hit the gap and go all the way to the wall. Strasbaugh's going to round first. He's going to go into second with a stand-up double as Kidd gets it back in. So Strasbaugh went the other way with it, and he leads off the ball game with a double, and it'll bring to the plate Ryan Weaver. And now Justin McDonald's going to run out and have a chat with Strasbaugh. It looked like maybe he went into second base a little too early. And So now stepping into the batter's box will be Ryan Weaver. Weaver, as Keck comes set, and the pitch to the plate, he squared the button. Got the ball got by Carr, and going into third base, standing up, will be Strasbaugh. 
So Nick gets the third on the pass ball. Ball didn't hit the dirt, so you got to give a pass ball to the catcher car. So the Bears have the first scoring opportunity, standing at third base, 1-0 the count to Ryan Weaver. Riding ball is on deck. Strasbaugh getting the lead off in foul territory. And the 1-0 is down in the dirt. Nice scoop by Carr as that bounced almost right on the plate. 2-0 the count. Weaver on the year. Comes into the ball game hitting 300. And the 2-0 pitch. That's a nice pitch over the outside corner by Keck. And the count now is 2-1. and one. Outfield straight away for Weaver. Left-handed batter. Strasbaugh getting a nice lead off the third. And the 2-1 pitch to Weaver is outside fastball. And the count now three balls and one strike. Keck peering in. Holding Strasbaugh close at third is Galt. Now he gets off the bag. And the 3-1 pitch to Weaver is outside ball four. Weaver walks. First one given up here in the ballgame. So runners at first and third for the Bears, and it brings up Evan Reidenbaugh, their leading hitter at 476. Strasbaugh is at third. Weaver is at first. Ryan on the year, one stolen base, getting a good lead off at first base. Bauman holding him close there. Keck comes set. Weaver holds, and the pitch is over the outside corner for a called strike. Evan was taking all the way. Now he's staring down at third base coach Justin McDowell to get the signs. Strasbaugh getting the lead at third. Ryan Weaver getting off at first. Keck comes set, and now he steps off, and Weaver goes back to the bag. Didn't throw over. It just stepped off the back of the rubber. Reidenbaugh close to home plate. Coming set is Keck. Getting the lead off of first base is Weaver. He's holding. The pitch is a curveball down in the dirt, but a nice stop by Carr. And the count evens at one ball, one strike. Shane Weaver is on deck. Bears with the first opportunity to break through here in the top of the first. They won yesterday 7-0. Keck comes set. There goes Weaver. Pitch swung on and fouled back and out of play over the third base side. And Weaver will return to first. And the count is now 1-2. and two. Nobody down here in the first. Strasbaugh led off with a double. Weaver followed it up with a walk. Strasbaugh took third on a pass ball. Coming set is Keck. Weaver is holding close at first. Swung on and missed by Evan on a curveball. Went fishing. And there's one out. First strikeout of the ball game. Registered by Keck and now brings up Shane Weaver. Shane, 10 RBIs on the year. Batting 364 for the season. Strasbaugh getting the lead off of third. Coming set is Keck. Lead off of first is Weaver. Keck staring him down. Weaver holds, and that pitch is a curveball outside that Weaver takes. Ball one. Aaron Spidell now moves into the on-deck circle to catcher for the Bears. One down. Runners at first and third. Keck trying to pitch out of trouble. Comes set. Checks Weaver. He's holding. That pitch is a curveball that Weaver took, and it broke over the outside part of the plate. One and one the count. Keck working quickly. Weaver steps out, now steps back in. Open stance from the right side of the plate. And now Weaver backs off the back of the rubber and fakes the throw to first base. Weaver gets back in plenty of time. Keck comes set. Weaver gets 
a lead off of first. There he goes. The pitch is down low. Carr's not even going to attempt to throw. So Weaver steals second. Basically, they just gave it to him. And runners are at second and third, and two and one is the count now to Weaver. Good hitting pitch here for Weaver as Keck comes set. Still working out of the stretch, and that pitch is outside. Ball three. Three balls, one strike the count to the Bears cleanup man, Shane Weaver. Garza playing deep at short. At second is Ramsire at double play depth, but there's no double play set up here, and this pitch is swung on and fouled straight back towards me. And bounces away because the screen's right there. Not worried about the balls coming straight at me. It's the ones that are popped up and come falling down on me. Three and two the count now to Weaver. One away. Keck shakes off one sign. Now gets one to his liking. Three and two. Comes set. And the pitch to Weaver. Curveball went fishing for it also, and he swung on and missed. Strike three. So the Bears had runners at first and third. Nobody down, and Keck has bared down and struck out two in a row, and now leads it up to Aaron Spidell. With two down, runners at second and third. Spidell batting 387 on the year, 15 RBIs on the season. Keck comes set. Weaver at second, Strasbaugh at third. And the pitch to the plate is a fastball. Caught the outside corner for a strike. 0-1. Keck shakes off a couple of signs. And the 0-1 pitch to Spidell is a curveball in the dirt. Card, nice stop. Backhanded stop. Jumped out of the crouch and backhanded that one. And the count evens 1-1. One and one. Keck peers in, comes set, working out of the stretch with runners at second and third. And the 1-1 swung on and missed. And the count now is 1-2. and two. Keck has really got the Bears at least Reidenbaugh and Weaver and up to now Spidell fooled with his curveball. 1-2 and two the count, two down. Keck comes set. And the pitch to the plate. That's a pitch that gets by the catcher car, but the backstops are so close to home plate here, they're only about 15 feet behind home plate. It wasn't enough to get Strasbaugh home, and the count will even at 2-2. Two and two. It's going to take a ball that kind of ricochets around for anybody to come home on from third on a wild pitch. 2-2 two and two the count, 2 down. Keck comes set. And the pitch to the plate is outside and low. Ball three. So the second consecutive hitter that Keck has gone full on. He struck out Weaver the last time, and now he's three and two to Spidell. Runners at second and third still. Keck comes set. Schleybaugh's on deck. And the payoff pitch swung on and grounded to short. Garza's going to come in, pick it up on the grass, throw across is in time to get Spidell, and that'll do it here in the first half of the inning. But in the inning, the Bears get no runs. They pick up one base hit, but Keck came back and got the side out. So at the end of a half inning, it's the Bears, nothing, and Rittman coming to bat. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. 
Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sansi today, 330-830-9760. Well, the Bears had a rally going in the first inning of play here. Nick Strasbaugh led off with a double, and Ryan Weaver then walked. But unfortunately for the Bears, they could not get that hit to get the first run of the ball game, and it's nothing-nothing as we head into the bottom half of the first inning. So let's check the batting order for the Ritman Indians here this afternoon. They will lead off Caleb Keck. He's the pitcher leading off here today. Matt McMillan coming back from that ACL injury. He's in left field batting second. Then comes Caleb Bauman, the first baseman, batting third. Tyler Galt will be at third batting cleanup. Matt Garza is the shortstop. He'll bat fifth. Tristan Kidd is in center field batting sixth. Carr will be behind the plate batting seventh. Yance is in right field batting eighth. And Todd Ramsire is the second baseman batting ninth. So it's Keck, McMillan, and Bauman, the top three in the batting order for the Indians. Galt, Garza, and Kidd, the middle three. Carr, Yance, and Ramsire are the bottom three for the Ritman Indians, who are 12-6 and six on the year, 5-6 and six in the Wayne County Athletic League under head coach Joe Staley in his 11th year. Evan Reidenbaugh will be facing that lineup for the Bears. 2-2 two and two record on the season. He's got a 2.53 ERA. Evan on the year for the Bears. He has had some problems with his location. He has struck out 16, walked 19 in 19 and a third innings. But he's given up 18 runs on the year. But because he's had some problems with the walks, seven of them are earned, only seven of them. And he's only given up 22 hits this season. But the Bears are going to need him to bear down here this afternoon and pick up a victory for them as they come into this ballgame. Winners of nine in a row coming into this one. Caleb Keck, the pitcher, will lead it off. Right-handed batter for the Ritman Indians. Reidenbaugh done with his warm-ups. We'll check the defense for you here after this first pitch as Reidenbaugh set to get things underway. Keck, right-handed batter, stands even with home plate. And the first pitch of the game is a fastball swung on and fouled straight back, and that had a lot of pop on it by Evan, 0-1 the count. Camacho is in left field today for the Bears. Ryan Weaver in center, Jarrett Wanzik in right. Schleybaugh is at third base, Strasbaugh at short, Purdy at second, Weaver at first. Aaron Spidell is the catcher, and Reidenbaugh into the motion, delivers the 0-1. That's a fastball upstairs. He's got some pop on his fastball here this afternoon. Those first two pitches were up velocity-wise. 1-1 one one the count to the leadoff man for the Indians. And that pitch is swung on, change up, and it's fouled back over the right side, not a play. And the count now one and two. Schleybaugh playing even with the bag at third, having a conversation with Joe Staley, the Ritman Indians coach, in the third base box down there. Weaver playing deep at first. Schleybaugh off the bag at third. Weaver hugging the line at first. And that pitch is a called strike three over the outside corner. Keck goes down looking. First strike out of the ball game for Reitenbaugh. One away. And it brings up Matt McMillan. McMillan steps in. Right-handed hitter. Playing left field here today. Even with the plate. And the pitch is swung on and missed. Boy, Reitenbaugh's really got that fastball working right now. And Spidell just keeps giving him the number one. McMillan was way behind that fastball. Owen won the count. 
Rydenbaugh into the motion and the 0-1 pitch. Another fastball down low. 1-1. Now to McMillan. Caleb Bauman is on deck. Rydenbaugh, deep breath. One out here in the first inning. And the 1-1 pitch to the plate. Fastball right over the heart of the plate. McMillan was taking all the way. 1-2. Rydenbaugh has thrown all fastballs with the exception of one changeup. Hasn't gone with a breaking pitch yet. And the 1-2 pitch to the plate. There's a breaking ball low and outside. 2-2 two and two the count now. Two balls, two strikes. Evans shakes off a sign, now gets one. And the 2-2 pitch, fastball, called, strike three. I think he had McMillan crossed up. McMillan, it looked like he was looking for the curveball. And Reidenbach came right back with the old number one. Two down. And it brings up Caleb Bauman, the first baseman. Bauman, right-handed batter. Stands deep in the right-hand batter's box, and the pitch is swung on and missed. Another fastball from Reidenbaugh. Rittman has been behind the fastball so far in this first inning. Evan rocks into the motion, and the 0-1. That's another fastball down low. One and one to count. And that's what you got to do. Boy, if you're popping the fastball today like Reidenbaugh is, just stick with it. Just try to put it in a good location. One and one the count to Bauman. Swung on and fouled down the right field side. Weaver giving chase so is Wanzik. And it will drop out of play. And the count now will go one and two. We've got a blind spot here. It's down that right field side because the Bears dugout is on the first base side. Rittman's is down the third base side. Tyler Gauld on deck, but Bauman down in the count, one and two. Reidenbaugh with two down. Two strike pitch to the plate, curveball, top to third base. Schleybach comes in, picks it up on the grass. Strong throw across in time to get the runner, and that'll do it for Rittman. They send three up, three down, nothing across, and as we head to the second inning, we've got no score. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, Evan Reitenbaugh looked good in that bottom half of the first inning. Caleb Keck didn't look good to the first two batters, but then straightened things down. So we may have a pitcher's duel here this afternoon. Nothing, nothing heading to the second inning. And for the Bears, they will send up Marcus Schleybaugh, Colton Purdy, and Steven Spidell, the DH. 
Marcus on the year, having a good season at the plate and on the mound. Schleyball hitting 264 on the year, stepping in from the right side. Keck works out of the wind, and the pitch is a breaking pitch over the outside corner for a called strike to Marcus. 0-1 the count. Schleyball, right-handed hitter. And the 0-1 pitch from Keck. That pitch is swung on and missed. Came high and in tight to him. And the count is 0-2. Just a nice day here today. Wind blowing in from left field. And it kicks up and down. Now Keck backs off the rubber. Wants another sign. 0-2 the count. He likes to work fast, but here on this 0-2 pitch, he's been taking his time. And the 0-2 pitch, that's a curveball down in the dirt. Gets by Carr. And the count is 1-2. and two. So far, Keck has not been able to throw the curveball over the plate for strikes. He's been relying mainly on his changeup and fastball. 1-2 pitch, that's upstairs to Schleybaugh. Above the bill of the cap. 2-2 two and two the count. Indians play tonight. They start off at 6 o'clock. Another three-game set against Detroit. 2-2 two and two the count. Curveball down low. Carr thought he had him. And the count is 3-2 and two to Schleybaugh. That thing just broke low. Keck, 3-2 and two to the leadoff man here in the second. That pitch swung on it. Fly ball behind short. Coming in the left fielder, McMillan. He's got a beat on it and grabs it just to his left for the first out of the inning. So Schleybaugh flies to left field for the first out of the second inning. And it brings to the plate Colton Purdy. Purdy, the second baseman here this afternoon, batting 175 on the year. Right-handed batter. Keck with one down here in the second. No score. That pitch swung on. Fly ball into short left field. Going back is Garza coming in McMillan. McMillan calls Garza off, and he'll grab it for the second out of the inning. So back-to-back fly outs to left field. And it brings to the plate Steven Spidell. Spidell, the DH today for Manny Camacho, who's playing left field. Spidell hitting 242 on the year. Keck staring in now to the dugout to Joe Staley and his assistant coaches. Now steps up onto the rubber. And the first pitch to Spidell. Swung on and fouled back against the backstop. 0-1 the count. Jarrett Wanzik's on deck. Oh and one to Spidell. Here in the second inning of play. Keck into the wind in the 0-1. That pitch is way out <laughs> inside. Spidell ducked out of the way of it. And Carr really didn't even make an effort to try to catch the ball. He just decided to play it off the carom, off the backstop. One and one the count. And the pitch curveball swung on and Fouled back and out of play over the right-hand side, over the first base dugout. One and two the count. Keck. Into the wind and the one-two pitch to Steven Spidell in the dirt. That was another curveball. Two balls, two strikes the count now to Steven Spidell. There's a track meet going on down on the 
track just to the left of us here at the high school also. A lot of buses around here today. Two and two the count despite L, two down. That pitch called strike three over the inside corner. So Keck caught Spidell looking. That's his third strikeout of the day for the Bears. They go three up and three down here in the second inning. And as we head to the bottom of the second, we've got no score from Rittman. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Well, both these teams have got tournament games coming up next week. Waynedale got the bye in the sectional tournament. They play the winner of the Norway-Black River game, which will be played Monday at Norway. And Waynedale then will play Tuesday. And that will be at Waynedale. And that will be at 5 o'clock. Now, that game predicates that the Bears had to move their second game with Hillsdale next Tuesday to Thursday. So that game will be held on Thursday, not Tuesday. If you've got a schedule out, it shows Tuesday, but it will be moved to Thursday at 5 o'clock, and that will also be senior day for the Bears. Tyler Galt will lead it off for Rittman. Then comes Matt Garza and Tristan Kidd, the middle three in the batting order for the Indians. Galt leading it off. He had 405 for the Indians a year ago. Right-handed batter playing third today. Reidenbaugh, who showed a lively fastball in the first inning, and leads it off with a fastball just down low. Ball one. Boy, that thing had to be about a half a centimeter too low. And the 1-0 pitch. That's a fastball. Swung on it, grounded in the hole. Strasbaugh backhands it. Comes up, throwing, and he got him at first. What a play by Strasbaugh at short. Went deep into the hole, backhanded it, slid down on the right knee, came up throwing, and Weaver put on the stretch at first base, and they got galled at first. Just an excellent play by Nick Strasbaugh at short for the first out of this second inning. And it will bring up Matt Garza, the shortstop. Garza, left-handed hitter, number 13. Riding ball with one away. And what a one away it is. And he leads off Garza with a curveball. And goes over the outside corner for a called strike. 0-1 oh, the count. First time he's led anybody off with a curveball here this afternoon. Only the second breaking pitch he's thrown. That pitch is a fastball. Popped out into left field. Camacho moving to his right. Grabs it for the second out of the inning. Two away and it brings up Tristan Kidd. Kidd, the center fielder, another left-handed batter for Joe Staley's Indians. Two down here in the first. No score from Rittman High School. Rittman will play in the tournament next week also. They will be playing Tuslaw on Monday for the opportunity to move into the sectional final. And the two-out pitch to Kidd. Swung on and grounded right at Purdy at second. Picks it up. Throws the first high throw, but Weaver brings it down. And Rittman goes 1-2-3 for the second straight inning. And as we head to the third inning of play from Rittman, it's Wayndale nothing and the Indians nothing. 
The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Nothing, nothing as we head to the third inning of play here from Rittman. And for the Bears coming up to lead it off here in the third inning of play, it will be Jarrett Wanzik and then the top of the order, Nick Strasbaugh and Ryan Weaver. Wanzik on the year, steps into the right side of the batter's box, batting 340 on the year as the wind kicks up coming in from left to left center field. Keck pawing around at the rubber. Now ready to set up and throw the first pitch of the third inning. And that pitch is a bunt. Bunted right out in front of the plate. Knight's bunt. Picked up by Carr. Throw to first base. It is not in time as it gets by the first baseman, Bauman. Wanzik dropping the bunt down. I think they would have had him. We're going to call that an error because Bauman, if he'd have come up with the throw cleanly, it wasn't a good throw by Carr down to first base, but Bauman couldn't dig it out. So we'll call that the first error of the ball game. Wanzik on it first nonetheless, and it brings to the plate the top of the order for the Bears' Nick Strasbaugh, who's one for one in the ball game. Let it off with a double, went to third in a pass ball, and was stranded there. Wanzik short lead at first, and that pitch is a called strike over the corner. 0-1 the count. Wanzik on the year three stolen bases. There he goes. Pitches down low, but a called strike. Throw it down to second base. Not in time as the throw got away from the shortstop Garza. So Wanzik with his fourth stolen base of the year. Second of the Bears by the in the game. And the count is one and one. Looked like he raised the right hand, the home plate umpire, but he didn't. So the count now is one and one to Strasbaugh. Wanzik getting the lead off of second. And the one one is outside. Two and one the count now to Nick Strasbaugh with Ryan Weaver waiting on deck. Nick just an outstanding play at short in the bottom half of the second inning. Wanzik getting the lead off of second. Keck likes to work fast. The pitch to Strasbaugh, low and outside, ball three. Now Strasbaugh's got to find a pitch in a zone that he can drive or just take it. Three and one the count. Keck checks Wanzik at second. And the pitch to the plate. Curve ball outside. Ball four. So Strasbaugh walks. Second walk of the ball game for Keck. And it brings to the plate Ryan Weaver. So the Bears right back where they were in the first inning with two men up or two men on and nobody out. This time they've got Wanzik at second, Strasbaugh at first. And Weaver steps in. He walked his first time up. Stole second and was left there. Weaver up close in the batter's box. And the pitch is a curveball over the outside corner. Nice pitch. Called strike one. Rydenbaugh is on deck. No score here in the third. 
Incoming set is Keck. Checks the runners. Garza playing behind second. Weaver's going to bunt the ball. Nice bunt out in front of the plate. Carr's got no play at third. Throws to first base in time to get Weaver. But the sacrifice will work as the Bears move the runners along. Carr came up with it, but had no play at third base on Wanzik, who got a nice jump off second. So Wanzik is at third. We uh, Strasbaugh goes to second on the sacrifice from Weaver. One down, and it brings up Evan Reidenbaugh. Now comes the heart of the order for the Bears, just like the first inning. That pitch is a fastball outside. 1-0 the count to Evan. He struck out his last time up, so he's 0-1 for 1 in the ballgame. And... Pitch is swung on, topped out in front of the plate between the mound and home. Picking it up is Keck. Throw to first base is in time to get Rydenbaugh, and the runners have to hold. So Rydenbaugh topped it out in front of the plate, grounds out to the mound. So there are two down, and it leaves it up to Shane Weaver with first base open. And let's see what the Indians decide to do. And Keck is going to take time, and... He wants to paw around at the mound again. He can't get that rubber and the hole in right in front of the rubber to his liking. Two down. Runners at second and third for the Bears. First base is open. Weaver struck out his last time. Takes a curveball, bounces in the left-hand batter's box for a ball. One or no the count. Runners have already... Gotten their leads off at second and third. And the 1-0 pitch to Weaver is in tight. He had to back away from that one. And the count now 2-0. Not sure if they're just trying to pitch around Weaver here and get to Spidell. And now he balked. Keck balked. And that'll bring the runner home from third. Wanzik and move Strasbaugh to third. Keck started pawing around at the rubber again. And that time he balked. So Wanzik comes home on the ball. So the Bears have gotten a run without the benefit of a hit here in the third inning. One to nothing, Waynedale. Strasbaugh at third. And the pitch to Weaver is upstairs. Ball three. Weaver ahead in the count. Three and oh. Keck comes set. And the 3-0 pitch is a called strike. Threw it right down the middle. And the count now three and one. Aaron Spidell is on deck for Waynedale. Keck to the belt. And the three one is a called strike. Threw it right at the knees. Three and two. Weaver. Now the count. Three balls, two strikes with Strasbaugh at third. And the two out pitch curveball top foul behind the plate. Weaver stays alive by spoiling the pitch. And the count stays three and two. Galt trying to hold Strasbaugh close at third, and Keck working out of the wind. Now Galt's going to play off the bag. Keck comes set, and now Weaver takes time. Keck back up on the hill. Shakes off a sign. Checks Strasbaugh at third, and the 3-2 is a curve ball down low and outside ball four. So Weaver walks, third walk of the game that Keck has thrown. So runners now at first and third, two down, and it brings up Spidell. 
Shane Weaver, three stolen bases on the year at first base. He'll be held close by Bauman. Spidell grounded out to short his last time up to end the first inning. He's got runners at first and third. Weaver holds, and that pitch is outside and low, ball one. Schleybaugh is on deck. Spidell with a big RBI opportunity here. Stands deep in the right-hand batter's box. Keck comes set, and the 1-0 swung on and missed. Nice fastball from Keck. 1-1 one and one the count. Weaver not showing any indication at first base of going. Infield playing deep in the middle. Keck comes set, and the 1-1 pitch. Weaver holds, curveball down low, throw down to third base, and Strasbaugh gets back in plenty of time. Went in with a foot feet slide, but he still got back in time, and the count is 2-1. and one. Spidell with the count 2-1. and one. Keck comes set. Checks Weaver at first. Takes a long time. Weaver's holding that pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. 2-2. Two and two. two balls, two strikes the count. Two down. Weaver still at first. Strasbaugh at third. Keck comes set. There goes Weaver. And now Keck steps off, and now he's got nowhere to throw, and Weaver goes into second with an unopposed stolen base. Looked like the Bears were going to try to get Weaver in a rundown, but now he's at second. Strasbaugh is at third. The 2-2 pitch swung on and lined right back to the mound. Keck knocks it down. Can't pick it up, and he's going to be safe at first is Spidell. Strasbaugh comes home to score, and it is 2-0. Wayne Dale on the infield single by Aaron Spidell. Keck just threw his glove up to try to keep himself from getting hit, and now he is down in between third the third base line and the pitcher's mound. And now he rolls himself up and looks like he took it right off the right wrist, and he is rotating that right wrist and walking around the mound. That was a shot by Spidell right back to the box. He'll pick up the RBI on the infield single, but it was a shot as Strasbaugh came home to score, and the Bears now lead it two to nothing. Keck still walking around behind the mound, and now he's going to take a couple of warm-up pitches as he's still trying to shake off that right wrist. And that first pitch, boy, he threw that thing about 10 feet over the head of Carr on the first warm-up pitch. And now he's going to get the ball back. And let's. Joe Staley is out having a few words, but let's see what he decides. Keck. Now he's going to take another warm up pitch. He really took a stinger. That one's up high, too. I don't think he can go. He's not. That's going to be it for the pitcher, Caleb Keck. He's going to have to leave the ball game. And they are going to bring in. Looks like they are going to bring in Bauman from first base to pitch. And I believe Keck will move to first. So that will be the change. So Keck is going to leave after pitching two and two-thirds innings here in this ballgame. And he has got to leave with an injury. In the inning, he really a hard luck because... 
There was an error, a walk, a sacrifice, and then another walk and an infield single led to the two runs. And Keck, after being hit on the wrist by that sharp line drive by Spidell, has to leave the ball game. So in the con- in the contest for Keck, he gave up only two base hits, two runs. He walked three, and he ended up striking out two in the ball game. And he turns things over to the first baseman now, uh, Caleb Bauman. So Bauman comes in. He'll come in from first to take over. And he's going to be given as many warm-ups as he needs because of the injury. And his first hitter that he will be facing will be Marcus Schlebaugh. So it's 2 nothing Waynedale. This thing started innocently enough. Jarrett Wanzik dumped a bunt down in front of the plate, and he reached first base when the ball was unable to be handled by Bauman at first. Then Nick Strasbaugh walked. Ryan Weaver sacrificed them to second and third. Evan Reidenbaugh drove home the first run with a bouncer back to the mound, and that made it one to nothing. And then Shane Weaver walked, and Aaron Spidell drove home the second run with that infield single right off the wrist of Keck. So it'll be Bauman, right-handed pitcher, coming in from first base to take things over for the Bear for the Indians here in this inning. Coming set is Bauman, and the pitch is a strike at the knees to Schlebaugh. 0-1 the count. There goes the runner at first in Spidell, and Bauman couldn't do anything. So the Bears, for the second time, steal a base here in the inning before the pitcher even came set. 2 nothing. coming set is Bauman, and the pitch to the plate swung on and lined down the right field line, and it will curve foul by Schlebaugh, and the count goes 0-2. So 0-2, bad news out of Cincinnati. Devin Mezzarocco, their catcher, has a torn labrum. He's probably going to be out for the year. That just came across. 2-0, Waynedale leads it here. So for the second year, Devin Mezzarocco is going to be out of the lineup for the Reds. That's a curveball by Bauman down low. And the count is 1-2. Schlebaugh managed to hold off of that pitch. Colton Purdy is on deck. 1-2 the count. Two down, and the pitch to the plate is upstairs. Ball two. Two and two to Schlebach. Weaver is at third. Spidell is at second. And the 2-2 pitch swung on a top foul over to the third base dugout. Nice play by Joe Staley there. He reached over the fence, grabbed the bouncer up against the fence, and threw it right back to his pitcher, Caleb Bauman. Two and two the count, two down. Bauman comes set, throws that pitch upstairs, ball three. So Bauman was ahead in the count, 0-2, and now he's even at 3-2. and Weaver at third, Spidell at second. The 3-2 pitch swung on a foul straight back. Count stays 3-2. and Colton Purdy's on deck. Galt holding Weaver close at third. I'm not quite sure why. And the pitch to the plate, 3-2, is lined right into the glove of Keck at first base. And that'll do it for the Bears here in the 
third inning of play. But in the inning, they come up with two runs on only one base hit. They leave two men on and one big Ritman error. As we head to the bottom of the third, it's Waynedale 2, Ritman nothing. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, Shop Brothers Farms, Murphy's Promotions, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Casa de Sassi, Lem's Pizza, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 2 nothing as we head to the bottom of the third inning. Evan Reidenbaugh, who has been perfect through two, now will face the bottom part of the batting order for the Indians as we start to get some cloudy skies here at Ribbon. We're not expecting any rain here today. Tomorrow and the next day, the Bears are, are, they are expecting some rain showers. But today, we did get a few sprinkles earlier, but... Nothing that was going to endanger this game not being played. Reidenbaugh, as we said, six up, six down. And he has really had a lively fastball going here this afternoon. And, as the Bears have been wondering over the past few weeks, where the location has gone for Evan, so far today he's been pinpoint with his control. 2 nothing, Wayne Dale on top of it. He'll face Carr, Yance, and Todd Ramsire. Carr the catcher, right-handed batter. Well, that's bad news for the Reds. Mesoraco probably out for the year with that torn labrum. Of course, Shane Weaver of the Bears at first base, he's been battling with that for a couple of years. and They've been saying surgery, but he has shied away from it. We'll see what Mesoraco decides. That first pitch is swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. Owen won the count. Second straight year, Mesoraco is probably going to miss a lot of time for the Reds. Owen won the count now. Reidenbaugh, another nice fastball, but that one is way high and goes right behind Aaron Spidell, and he plays the carom. One and one the count. Two nothing, Bears on top of it. And the pitch to the plate, curveball, top to short. Coming in over his Schlebaugh to his left, throw across in time. Schlebaugh cut right in front of Strasbaugh at short, picked it up on the grass and threw across in time. So there's one away, and it brings up Yance, the right fielder, right-handed batter. 2-0. Now is going to come in and play. Even with the bag at third, but he's off the bag by about 15 steps. And the first pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. And the way Reidenbaugh has been throwing that fastball so far, it's doubtful anybody's going to pull the ball on him right down the line. That pitch swung on and missed another nice fastball. Evans really got that thing going. 0-2. 
Rittman having a tough time catching up with it. One down, 0-2 the count here in the third. Waynedale on top of it, 2-0. And the pitch curveball just got a piece of it and fouled it straight back. And the count remains 0-2. Bears came up with two runs in the top of the third inning. Deleted here, 2-zip. And the 0-2 pitch to Yance. That's a fastball just low. One and two the count. Todd Ramsire, the second baseman, is on deck for the Indians. Josh Tomlin going for the Indians tonight against the newly engaged Justin Verlander for the Tigers. That pitch is a curveball called strike three. Nice pitch broke right over the heart of the plate, belt high. Third strikeout of the ball game for Rydenbaugh. Two away. He's retired eight in a row. And it brings up Todd Ramsire. Ramsire, second baseman, right-handed batter. Two down, two nothing, Waynedale. Rydenbaugh rocks into the motion. And the pitch is another fastball for a called strike. Boy, the way Rydenbaugh is throwing it reminds me of the movie Major League and the manager. Just throw the heater. 0-1, that pitch, another fastball just off the outside corner, 1-1. Lou Brown would love this. Rydenbaugh thought that was a strike. Didn't get the benefit of the call. One and one the count. And the one one to Ramsire. Another fastball. Grounded to second. Purdy picks it up on a couple of bounces. Goes down to an eighth. Throw to first in time. So it's nine up and nine down for Evan Rydenbaugh against the Rittman Indians here in this ballgame. And as we head to the top of the fourth, your score it's Waynedale two, Rittman nothing. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, your three-inning line score in the ballgame for Waynedale. They've got two runs on two hits. They've left four men on base, and they have committed no errors in the ballgame. For Rittman, pretty easy. No runs, no hits, nobody left on, and they've committed one error in the ballgame. So it's 2 nothing Waynedale as we head to the fourth inning. Caleb Bauman in relief of the injured Caleb Keck. Here in the fourth inning, the Bears will send up to the plate Colton Purdy, Steven Spidell, and Jarrett Wanzik. Purdy against Keck in the second inning. Flied to left field. Bears lead it two to nothing here in the fourth inning of play. And they'd like to get more. They're going for their tenth win in a row. Their 16th victory of the year, their 10th conference victory, and they're looking for their first conference championship since 1999. So Purdy will step into the batter's box. 0 for 1 in the afternoon. Came into the ball game, batting 175 on the year. Clouds starting to accumulate just to the west of us here, but now the sun's starting to peek through the clouds. When the clouds come in, it does get a little chilly with that breeze coming in from left field. 
And it's coming in a little bit stronger. And the first pitch of the inning is a fastball called strike. Right at the letters to Purdy, 0-1 the count. Bauman in relief in the wind. And the pitch swung on. Fly ball down the left field line, curving away. That's going to drop in, and it is up against the fence. In fair territory, Purdy's going to round first and go into second with a double. Boy, the wind died down just as he hit that ball, and that thing started curving away from the left fielder, McMillan. McMillan couldn't catch up with it, but it was just a question of whether it had enough umph to get out of here down the 320 line. But it bounced up against the fence. Purdy on with a leadoff double here in the fourth, and it brings to the plate Steven Spidell. And Spidell, the first pitch to him, is low and outside for a ball. One and oh the count. Two nothing Bears. Getting the lead off of second is Purdy after the leadoff double. Caleb Bauman holds the pose. Now the pitch is swung on, grounded to Garza. Short, he bobbles it. He's going to throw to first base, and it is not in time. Spidell reaches on the error. Second error of the ball game against Rittman. Holding at second base is Purdy. Spidell is on at first. And the Bears have another rally going without really anything that they have done except for the double by Purdy. Wanzik will come up. He reached on an error his last time up, so he's 0 for 1. Now he drops a bunt. Popped up down the third base line. That's going to drop foul. Boy, that thing was almost fair when Carr touched it in the air. You could make a make an argument that that thing was actually in fair territory when Carr touched it, but then he knocked it foul. But 0-1 the count to Wanzik. And we've got a good view of it. We're right down the third base line. Coming set is Bowman. And the pitch swung on and popped. Bunned foul behind home plate again on a curveball. And the count is 0-2. So Justin McDowell was trying to move the runners up for the top of the order, but Wanzik now down in the count 0-2 with two unsuccessful bunt attempts. Strasbaugh is on deck. Purdy getting the lead off the second. That pitch is a curveball just outside. Boy, the home plate umpire was ready to pull the string, but just held up, and the count is 1-2. Bauman comes set. Checks the runners at first and second. And the 1-2 pitch swung on and topped right back to the mound. Bauman picks it up, throws the third in time to get Purdy. So Wanzik bounces back to the mound, and Purdy is eliminated on the fielder's choice, 1-5. Spidell takes second base on the play. Ball wasn't hit hard enough to try to complete a double play on it, but now there's still runners at first and second, one down. And it brings to the plate Strasbaugh. He is one for one with a walk and a run scored. Getting the lead off of second is Steven Spidell, and that pitch to Nick is outside for a ball. One and oh the count. Ryan Weaver's on deck for the Bears. Bauman checks Spidell at second, comes set, the pitch swung on, and a fly ball out into right center field going back, and it's going to bounce and hit up against the fence again. Coming home to score is Spidell, rounding second and going into third is Wanzik, and into second with his second stand-up double of the afternoon is Nick Strasbaugh, and the Bears lead it by a score now of 3 to nothing. 
Fidel came around to score from second easily, and Wanzik went in to third on the double by Strasbaugh. And for Nick, that is his eighth RBI on the year. And he's now got seven doubles on the season. So runners at second and third. It brings up Weaver, and that pitch bounces in front of the plate. But as we said, there's only about 15 feet of backstop room here behind home plate at Rittman. Very, very small backstop area. And it bounced right back to the catcher, so Wanzik had to hold it third. Strasbaugh is at second. 1-0 the count to Weaver. And the pitch is inside, and it hit him again. Weaver turned away from it, but it hit him. So Ryan Weaver, we say in almost every game, he's almost got a consecutive getting hit by pitch streak, but he really doesn't. But Ryan, on the year, has been hit by eight pitches this season. So the bases are now loaded. And it brings to the plate Evan Reidenbaugh. And Reidenbaugh takes that pitch outside and low, ball one. Reidenbaugh struck out, bounced back to the mound. So he's 0 for 2. And the 1-0 swung on, fly ball out into right field, heading over his Yance. Yance near the line, grabs it, tagging a third is Wanzik. Here's the throw to the plate. Wanzik slides in, and he is out at the plate. Nice play. They cut it off and got him at home, and that will do it for the Bears here in the third, fourth inning of play. But in the inning, the Bears come up with a run on two base hits. They leave one man on base, and for Rittman, they commit one error in the ballgame. And as we head to the fourth inning of play, it is Waynedale 3 and Rittman nothing. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances. Track and budget your spending and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Well, the way it looks, we're going to be playing in some overcast skies for the rest of this one, because if you look out to the west, boy, the clouds are coming in. They don't look threatening, but... We could get a few sprinkles here in this one before it's over. 3 nothing. Waynedale leads it as we head to the bottom of the fourth. Evan Reidenbaugh will face the top of the order again in Caleb Keck, Matt McMillan, and Caleb Bauman. Keck was the first strikeout that Reidenbaugh had today, and he had to leave the game. He was the starting pitcher and had to leave with that injured wrist. And that pitch is swung on and missed. Foul tipped maybe into the glove of Spidell. 0-1 the count. And Reidenbaugh really has been throwing with some great velocity here this afternoon. 
Evan into the wind, and the 0-1 pitch to Keck. That's another fastball at the knees. 0-2 the count. To Reidenbaugh and Spidell's defense, boy, they have been sticking with that fastball. That pitch is a curveball just upstairs. That might have been a knuckler. That thing might have been a knuckler, and it just hung upstairs a little bit too high. One and two the count. They've been sticking with that fastball, and I think Rittman batters, when they get up there, they think he's going to throw the curveball, and he keeps coming back with the fastball. One and two the count. That pitch is outside. Ball two. Two and two the count to the leadoff man here in the fourth for the Indians. Caleb Keck. And the 2-2, and that's a curveball that hangs upstairs. And the count now full, 3-2. and two. This is the first batter that Reidenbaugh has gone full on. Three balls, two strikes the count. And the pitch to Keck. Fastball swung and popped up, foul and out of play. Straight back. And the count stays full, 3-2. and two. Keck, right-handed batter. He is right up on top of home plate. Three balls, two strikes, the count. And the pitch from Reidenbaugh is down low, ball four. First walk of the ball game, first base runner of the game for Rittman here in the fourth to the leadoff man for the Indians, Caleb Keck. Nobody down, and it brings up Matt McMillan. McMillan struck out his first time, so he is 0 for 1. Staring down at third base coach Joe Staley for the sign. Getting the lead off of first is Keck. Riding ball for the first time today will work out of the stretch. Comes set. And the pitch swung on. Top to second base to Purdy. He'll throw to second for one. Strasbaugh the relay. Not in time. But the Bears get the front man in Caleb Keck on the fielder's choice. And reaching at first base is Matt McMillan. So it brings up Caleb Bauman. Bauman bounced to third to end the first inning of play, so he is 0 for 1. Weaver took a nice stretch at first base trying to complete that double play, and now they're checking him to make sure that he's all right. He really stretched out. So McMillan is at first base. You wouldn't think with that ACL that he would be going anywhere, and he's getting a short lead off of first. And the pitch to the plate called strike at the knees. Nice pitch from Reidenbaugh. Owen won the count. McMillan, only about a two-step lead at first base. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. That is hanging outside. One and one the count. Tyler Galt's on deck for the Indians. One and one. The count to Bauman, and he takes that pitch upstairs. Two and one the count. Not even sure if if this was a left-handed batter, I don't even think the Bears would be holding McMillan close at first base. I think they'd play Weaver behind the bag. But since it's a right-handed hitter, they're keeping him at first base. And that pitch swung on and lined into left field. Nice stop by Strasbaugh. Now he bobbles the ball. He wouldn't have had anybody anyway. It would have been an outstanding play by Strasbaugh. And that's the first hit of the ball game for the Rittman Indians on the infield single. So McMillan goes to second. Strasbaugh made that play. In the second inning, against Galt, the man who's up to the plate here. 
almost the same identical way, but that time he couldn't make the transfer out of his glove to his hand. So runners at first and second for the Indians, one down and a 3 nothing Waynedale lead. Rydenbaugh comes set, checks the runners, and the pitch to Gold is upstairs for a ball. Now Rydenbaugh having control issues. He's been getting ahead of the hitters in the first three innings, and now here in this inning he's been falling behind them. One another count. Evan comes set, and the pitch. That is a little upstairs. Boy, from here that looked good, but a little upstairs to the umpire, 2-0. and oh. To Galt, Matt Garza is on deck, and he's the guy that killed the Bears last year at the plate. That pitch is down low, 3-0. and oh. Rydenbaugh, when he works out of the stretch, he looks like he's working a little bit too quickly. Needs to relax a little bit more. That's just my opinion. And he comes set. And the pitch, that's a called strike through a fastball right down the middle. Three and one the count. Three balls, one strike the count, one down here in the thir- in the fourth. Runners at first and second for the Indians. Rydenbaugh comes set. That pitch is swung on line right to Strasbaugh. Dives to the bag and getting back in time is McMillan. Boy, Strasbaugh came in, grabbed that line drive, and then went to try to tag McMillan getting off at second base but couldn't get him in time. Galt with a shot to short. Two down. And it brings up Matt Garza, left-handed hitter. Like I said, he killed the Bears last year from the plate. Runners at first and second. Two down. Reidenbach comes set. And the pitch. Fastball called strike. 0-1 the count. Tristan Kidd's on deck for the Indians. 0-1. Playing off the bag at third is Schlebaugh. Playing deep at first and not holding the runner is Weaver. And the 0-1. Fastball inside. Garza had to back away from that one. 1-1 the count. Two down. We're in the bottom of the fourth. Three-nothing Waynedale. Reidenbach comes set. Checks the runners. McMillan at second. That pitch is outside. Two balls, one strike the count. On a day like this, you're not going to hit it out with the wind coming in. And as a pitcher, you've just got to start challenging the hitters. The 2-1 pitch. That pitch is a called strike over the inside corner. And the way Rydenbaugh has been throwing that fastball, he's just got to rely on it until Rittman proves they can hit it. Two and two the count. Coming set, Evan. Two balls, two strikes. Checks the runners. That pitch is swung on, grounded to short. Picked up by Strasbaugh. He'll take it himself in second, and that'll do it for the Indians here in the inning. In the inning, they get no runs on one base hit, their first of the game, and they go to the top of the fifth. Your score it is Wayndale 3, Ritman nothing. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Wayndale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Wayndale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Where can you get food smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg? Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. 
and every Thursday night is half price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8, located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. 3 nothing. Waynedale leads it as we head to the top of the fifth inning. And for the Bears, it will be Shane Weaver leading it off. Then comes Aaron Spidell and Marcus Schlebaugh. Caleb Bauman in relief. Really is second inning of relief. He pitched the last third of the inning in the third. Got through the fourth with some trouble, giving up a run. And now he's back out for another inning of work coming in in relief of Caleb Keck who had to leave due to the injury that Aaron Spidell put on him when he hit the line drive right back and he caught it in the right wrist which just so happens to be his throwing hand. He tried two warm-up pitches and they were both 10 feet over the catcher's head and that was it. So Bauman against Shane Weaver here in the top of the fifth and the first pitch of the inning is in tight, ball one. Weaver is struck out and walked. He's 0 for 1 in the ballgame. Bauman, the 1 0 pitch, swung on and grounded to short. Coming in is Garza. He'll pick it up. Strong throw across. Pulled the runner off. First baseman off the bag. Keck, and Weaver is safe on the air. That's the third error of the ballgame against Rittman. 3 0 Waynedale. And Weaver, the leadoff man, is on at first. And it brings to the plate Aaron Spidell. Spidell had the infield single his last time up and grounded his short. So he's one for two. And a check of the runner at first. Spidell, fly ball, out to right field. Coming over his yawns to his right. He grabs it at medium deep right center field for the first out of the inning. So Spidell flies to right on the first pitch that he sees. And it brings to the plate Marcus Schlebaugh. Schleyball has flied to left and lined out to first base his last time up, so he is 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Schleyball is one of those guys that he always seems to come through with big hits. And that pitch is a curveball, bounces in front of the plate. Nice stop by Carr and holds Weaver at first, 1-0 the count. Marcus has had a knack of doing that. When the Bears need a hit, he comes up with it. One another count. Weaver's going, and that pitch is swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. And the count evens at one and one. One ball, one strike to count. We talked about earlier how Rittman tore up the nice field that they had out front and built this one in the back of the new high school. That pitch is a fastball hangs outside. They could have spent the money keeping the baseball field and put it into the football field. They've been needing a new football field for years. The 2-1 pitch, Schleybaugh tops it to third. Coming in is the third baseman, Galt. He slips and falls and throws across, and it's still in time to get Schleybaugh at first base. Boy, what a nice play by Galt at third. He slipped and fell down coming in and getting the ball and threw it from his derriere over to first base and still got Schleybaugh at first. So there are two down. Weaver takes second. Anna brings to the plate Colton Purdy. Purdy has flied to left and doubled out into right center field. So he's one for two in the ball game. 
And the pitch to Colton is a curveball down low. 1-0 the count. Bears will be back in action on Thursday at Triway. Coming set is Bauman. And the pitch swung on him, popped foul, and backing out of play. And the count is 1-1. One one. We'll be bringing you that ball game from Triway, and then Saturday from West Holmes, the first game of the doubleheader girls softball. And then we'll have the tournament game next week. 1-1 one one the count, the pitch to Purdy, curveball down low. Bauman giving Purdy a steady diet of breaking pitches here in this at bat. 2-1 and one the count. Maybe because Purdy got the double off of fastball his last time up. That's a fastball outside. And the count now is 3-1. and one. Steven Spidell is on deck. Three balls, one strike. Weaver getting a daring lead at second base, especially his secondary lead. Purdy doubled right down the line his last time up. And the 3-1 pitch swung on. Topped right out to the second baseman, Ramsire, and he grabs it for the third out of the inning. But in the inning for the Bears, they get no runs. They get a runner on. Rittman commits an error, and the Bears leave one man on. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It's still Waynedale 3, Rittman nothing. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. 3-0, Waynedale leads it as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. And for Rittman, it will be Tristan Kidd, Carr, and Yance coming up. Nothing-nothing in the Detroit-Cleveland game. It's Justin Verlander going to the hill for the Tigers against the 4-0 Josh Tomlin for the Indians. Verlander, 2-2 two two on the year. 3-0, Waynedale here in this one. Kidd grounded to second. To end the second inning. 0 for 1. Reidenbaugh got into trouble for the first time in the last inning, but got out of it. And he throws a fastball over the outside corner for a called strike. Kid left-handed batter. Down in the count, 0 and 1. And the pitch from Reidenbaugh. That's a fastball. Tried to put it in the same spot, just a little bit outside. 1 and 1 the count now. Catcher, Carr is on deck. Riding ball into the wind, and the 1-1 pitch to the plate is down low. 2-1. Cavaliers won last night. Easy over Atlanta. And they play tomorrow night in game two of that 
semifinal series. The 2-1 pitch to the plate is outside for the third ball. 3-1 and one the count. Reidenbaugh has tried to go to that outside corner the last three pitches and hasn't hit it yet. And the 3-1 pitch to Kidd. That's down low, ball four. So Kidd walks. That is the second walk of the ball game that Reidenbaugh has given up. And it brings to the plate Carr. Carr is grounded to third his first time up, so he is 0 for 1 as Joe Staley goes down the litany of signs in the third base coach's box. He's got Kidd, who's going to Ashland. Got a partial scholarship to Ashland University, leading off at first base. He's holding, and that pitch, check swing, but going too far was Carr for a strike. 0 and 1 the count. Reidenbaugh checks Kidd at first, getting a good lead at first. We were holding him. That pitch swung on a miss by Caro at two. Kidd so far not showing any signs of going. So he said he's going to Ashland University to play football. 0-2 the count to Carr. Reidenbaugh gets the sign. Checks Kidd at first. He's holding the 0-2 pitch upstairs, ball one. Boy, Reidenbach came back with the fastball and tried to spot it. One and two. Nobody down. Kid at first base. Three nothing Waynedale here in the bottom of the fifth. Kid getting the lead. He's holding and the one two pitch. Curveball called strike three. Carr stood there and looked at it. That is the fourth strike out of the ball game. One away here in the fifth, and it brings up Yance, the right fielder. He struck out his last time up. Kid still at first base, getting the lead, but there's one down now. He's holding, and that pitch is upstairs. Yance took it all the way, 1-0 the count. Riding ball off to the side of the hill. Now steps up on top. Weaver. Holding kid at first base. Playing in at third is Schleybaugh on the grass. And the pitch is a called strike right over the heart of the plate at the knees. One and one the count. Todd Ramsire's on deck. One ball, one strike the count. Reidenbaugh, hands at his sides, now comes set. And delivers the pitch. Kid holding, called strike two. Yance. Hasn't shown any indication that he is going to swing at a pitch, and Kidd has not shown anything that he's going to go. Now it's one and two the count. Reidenbaugh checks Kidd at first. He's still holding. That pitch swung on and grounded a second. Purdy picks it up. Only one play, and that'll be to first base, and that's in time. Yance grounds out to second. Ball was just hit too slowly to try to get the speedy Kidd at second base, and now Justin McDowell is going to take a walk to the mound and have a chat with Evan Reidenball with two down here in the inning. Kidd is at second base, and it brings up Todd Ramsire. And I cannot imagine they would be thinking about walking Ramsire here the way Reidenball has been throwing. And even if Ramsire hits it out, it's still a one-run ball game. The Bears would be on top of it. Kidd is at second base. McDowell ain't just out there to get things straight with Reidenball. And Spidell with a little tap on the behind says, let's go. And now the meeting breaks up on the mound. And it brings to the plate Todd Ramsire, who bounced a second. 
His only time up. 0 for 1 in the ballgame. Caleb Keck is on deck. The leadoff man. Ramsire's number 9 hitter with Kidd at second base. Two down and the pitch swung on top right off the plate and will go foul. Over into the on deck circle in front of the Ritman dugout. 0-1 the count. Boy, when Rydenbaugh has needed it, he has really been able to come up with a good fastball this afternoon. And after that meeting on the mound, I think McDowell just went out and said, just throw the fastball. 0-1 the count. And he came back with a really good fastball that first pitch to Ramsar. And that pitch called strike two. He's thrown two good fastballs back-to-back. 0-2 the count. Two down. Kid gets the lead at second. 0-2 the count to Ramsire. And that pitch swung on a top foul. He threw a curveball, breaking pitch, that Ramsire was way out in front of and just managed to get a piece of that one. And the count stays 0-2. Kid getting the lead off second base. He's getting a good lead, too, for his initial lead. Strasbaugh coming in behind him. And the 0-2 pitch swung on a top foul to the first base side. Right off the screen in front of the Waynedale dugout. And the count stays 0-2. Ramsire just getting a piece of that one and spoiling a good pitch. Owen 2 2 down. Kid getting the lead off of second base. Getting a good lead off second base. And the pitch to the plate is upstairs. Another fastball, 1-2. and Reidenbaugh's really not even keeping an eye on Kidd at second. With the Bears leading it by three. Reidenbaugh comes set. He's not even checking the runner at second and Kidd. The pitch swung on in this strike three. Ramsire goes down five strikeouts in the ballgame for Reidenbaugh. No runs on, no base hits. Rittman leaves one on, and again, no errors by the Bears. We head to the sixth. It's 3 nothing Waynedale. Steps Down on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear, on Main Street in Apple Creek. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Well, the more we get later in this ball game, and the more the clouds form overhead and the sun goes down, it gets a little chillier as people are going to their cars to get their blankets and jackets and everything else. I almost changed clothes and put something on a little cooler before I came over here and decided against it. Now I'm glad I did. 3 nothing Wayndale as we head to the top of the sixth. 
Steven Spidell, Jarrett Wanzik, and then Nick Strasbaugh. Spidell, first pitch from Bauman, swings and misses, strike one. Steven has struck out, reached on an error, and scored a run. 0 for 2. And the 0-1 pitch from Bauman down low, bounced off to the side of the plate. 1-1 one one the count. Bears tournament game will be next Tuesday at Waynedale, 5 o'clock. That pitch is a curveball over the outside corner for a called strike. 1 and 2 the count. Game time 5, as we said, that'll be against the winner of the Monday game between Norway and Black River. 1 and 2 the count to Spidell. That pitch is upstairs, a fastball. Count evens 2 at 2. Rittman's tournament game will be on Monday, and they play Tuslaw. 2 and 2 the count. And the pitch is a curveball, hangs inside. Spidell backs away from it. And the count now full three and two. Bauman came in in relief. And the payoff pitch to the plate called strike three. Spidell was looking for something other than the fastball, and he goes down looking for the second time today. That's the first strikeout of the ball game by Bauman. And it brings up Jarrett Wanzik with one down. Wanzik has reached on an error and a fielder's choice. So he's been on base twice, but he's 0 for 2. And 0 for 1, excuse me, and that pitch is a called strike. 0 and 1 the count. Strasbaugh's had a big day. He's on deck. And the 0-1 swung on by Wanzik, fouled back over the third base side, not a play. And the count now 0 and 2. No balls, two strikes, the count. Two, Wanzik. Into the wide is Bauman, and the pitch to the plate. That ball bounces about five feet in front of the plate, gets by the catcher. Bauman looks down at the hole that his plant foot comes down on and blames that for the errant throw, and the count is one and two. And the one-two pitch is outside, ball two. Two and two the count. Now to Wanzik. Playing deep at third is Galt now. And he's playing way off the bag at third. Even with the bag is Keck at first. And the two-two pitch swung on and lined over the glove and down the right field line for Jarrett Wanzik for a base hit. Well, he drilled that right over the glove of Keck at first base. He was played perfectly, but Wanzik put it right down the line for a base hit. Fifth hit of the ball game by the Bears here this afternoon, and it brings up Nick Strasbaugh. Nick's got two of the hits. He's doubled twice and walked with a run scored. So he is two for two in the ballgame. Wanzik getting the lead off of first base. And the pitch to the plate is a curveball over at the knees for a called strike. Bears lead at three to nothing. One down. Runner at first is Wanzik. Oh, and win the count to Strasbaugh. Wanzik fake to go, and Bauman threw to first base. Back with a head first dive is Jarrett in safely. Oh, and won the count now to Nick Strasbaugh. Wanzik has got a stolen base here this afternoon. Gets the lead off of first, holding, and that pitch is a curveball outside. One and one the count. 
Nick looking for something. He could drive up the alley like he's done twice today. One and one the count. Wands of Coles. And that pitch swung on. And there he drove it up the alley again. But going over is the right fielder, Yance. And Yance grabs it for the second out of the inning as he was over in right center field. So, Rittman eliminates Strasbaugh for the first time today. Two down. And it brings up Ryan Weaver. He was hit by a pitch his last time up. Sacrificed and walked. So he's 0 for 1. Runner at first base, still Jarrett Wanzik here in the sixth inning. Two down, though, now. And Weaver takes that first pitch for a strike. Reidenbaugh is on deck. Bears lead at 3-0, but they've only had five hits today. And the 0-1 pitch to Weaver, curveball inside. Bauman did not like that call from the home plate umpire and didn't hide his feelings much at all. One and one the count, and the pitch to Weaver. There goes Wanzik, pitches upstairs, throw down to second base, gets through the second or shortstop Garza, and sliding into second with a stolen base is Jarrett Wanzik. Second stolen base of the afternoon by Wanzik. Two and one the count now to Weaver. Coming set is Bauman. Checks Wanzik just getting a short lead. And that pitch is swung on. Popped up to third base. Coming in is the third baseman. Galt grabs it. And that'll do it for the Bears here in the sixth inning of play. They get no runs on one base hit. Leave a man on. And no Ritman errors. We head to the bottom of the sixth. It's still Waynedale three. Ripping nothing. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 3-0, Waynedale on top of it here as we head to the bottom of the sixth inning. And for Evan Reidenbaugh, he's got the top of the order coming up. It will be Caleb Keck, Matt McMillan, and Caleb Bauman. He was perfect through three. Had trouble in the fourth inning. Ran into a little bit of trouble in the last inning. But he has been, had an outstanding fastball this afternoon. And Justin McDowell has had to remind him to just stick with that. Throw the fastball for strikes, throw the other stuff for show. And that is so far what he's been able to do. But on occasion, he's lost that control that he had in the first three innings. But he's got a 3 nothing lead as we head to the bottom of the sixth. And Keck takes that first pitch, swings, grounds into second. Purdy moves to his right, picks it up, throws to first in time. So Keck grounds out to second. One away on one pitch. And it brings to the plate Mac McMillan. 
McMillan has struck out and reached on a fielder's choice and was stranded at second base in the fourth inning of play. Riding ball with one down. Faces the right-handed hitting McMillan. He swings and grounds it to third. Moving to his left is Schleyball on the grass. Throw over in time. So McMillan grounds out to third. Two pitches, two outs. And the first thing you tell Caleb Bauman is take a pitch. Two pitches, two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. And it's 3 nothing. Waynedale. Bauman grounded to third. Reached on an infield single. The only hit of the ball game by the Indians. And the pitch to the plate swung on, and he fouled it straight back. Well, you got to kind of wonder. I mean, the first two guys swung at the first pitch, and Bauman goes right after the first pitch. You want to at least make Reidenbaugh throw a little. 0-1 the count. And the pitch is upstairs. Another nice fastball. He just spotted it a little too high. 1-1 the count. Tyler Galtz on deck, the third baseman and cleanup hitter. One and one the count. Right ma into the wine, and the pitch is swung on fastball, fly ball, right field. Coming over is the center fielder, Ryan Weaver, as Jarrett wants it, gives way to him, and Weaver grabs it for the final out of the inning. Five pitches, three up, three down, nothing across for the Indians. We head to the seventh. Your score, it is Waynedale three, Ritman nothing. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Well, your six-inning line score so far in this one for the Golden Bears. They've got three runs on five hits in the ballgame. They have left seven men on base and committed no errors. For Rittman, they've got no runs on one hit only. They've left three men on base, but they've only had three errors in the ballgame that have contributed to two runs. So for the Bears leading it off here in the top of the seventh inning, it will be Evan Reidenbaugh, Shane Weaver, and Aaron Spidell. And Reidenbaugh has really had things going his way on the mound here this afternoon for the Bears, giving up just one base hit. Now, he has walked three, but he has struck out five in the ballgame. And at the plate, he has struck out, bounced back to the mound, and flied to right. So he is 0 for 3 in the ballgame. So he's been dominant on the mound. Less than that at the plate here today, coming in with a 476 batting average. But even the best of them sometimes have trouble. But this is his fourth trip to the plate. Riding ball, Weaver, and Spidal for the Bears. The middle of the batting order against Bauman. And that pitch is swung on and fouled straight back by Riding ball and out of play. 0 and 1 the count. Girls softball team is here. We'll try to get a final score on that one as that game is probably over. 3-0 the score here. 
But the girls team, as I said, they're they're here. They played Rittman this afternoon also. And the 1-1 pitch to the plate. And that pitch is fouled right off the back foot of Rydenbaugh. And the count moves now to 1-2. And, and as we said, the later we get, the more the clouds roll in, the colder it gets. 1-2 the count to Rydenbaugh. And the pitch curveball tapped foul right back here towards us, but on the other side of the screen. And the count stays 1-2. Well, looking back at Morgan West, yes, they did win. Don't know the score, but the Lady Bears did win this afternoon. That pitch is a fastball outside. Gets by Carr and all the way to the backstop. And the count evens at 2-2. Two two. Shane Weaver's on deck. Seventh inning. Bears lead at 3 nothing here. And that pitch curveballs, swung on, hit into the hole, and into left field for a base hit. So Reidenbaugh stayed on the curveball, pulled it into the hole, and picks up his first hit of the ball game. And the sixth of the game for the Bears. Leadoff man aboard here in the seventh, and it brings up Shane Weaver. Weaver, 0 for 2, with a walk in between. Reidenbaugh. Gets the leadoff first base. Keck holding him in close at first. He's holding. And that pitch, curveball, swung on, fly ball. Out into left center field. That's hit deep. And it will bounce up against the fence. Rounding second and going into third is Rydenbaugh. He's going to round third and come home as the throw gets by Garza. He'll score, and it's 4 nothing. And going into second base is Shane Weaver with a double. Boy, he put a charge in that one out into left center field. And Rydenball was not going to stop coming around third. And the ball just got by Garza. And he came home standing. And the Bears lead it now 4 to nothing on back-to-back hits. And it brings to the plate Aaron Spidell. Spidell, with nobody down, has reached on an infield single. So he is 1 for 3 today with Weaver at second. And he takes that first pitch down low for a ball. Marcus Schleybaugh is on deck. Weaver got that fastball, and he just drilled it out into right center field up against the 350 mark. And the 1-0 pitch, Spidell on one bounce, hits it to Golden third. Bounced it, picked it up, throws to first in time. And holding at third, or at second, is Weaver. So Spidell bounces out to third, and it brings up Schleybaugh. He's 0 for 3 in the ball game. Fly to left, line to first, bounce to third. Weaver getting the lead off of second base. He's there with one down here in the top of the seventh. Bears lead at 4-0. And the pitch to Schleybaugh is a curveball over the outside corner for a called strike. That is a big, big run. The Bears could use another one heading into the bottom of the seventh. That pitch swung on and foul tipped into the glove of Carr, 0-2 the count. Colton Purdy's on deck for the Bears. One down, Weaver at second. After his double. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate. Curve ball just down too low. And the count now 1-2. and two To Marcus Schleybaugh. Right-handed batter. Pitched the Bears to the win yesterday. And the 1-2 is a fastball outside. 2-2 two and two the count. 
Coming set is Bauman. Checks Weaver. Pitch swung on. Fly ball out to right field. The ounce came in. Now goes back and over his head and all the way to the wall. Rounding his first is Schleyball. Rounding third is Weaver. Weaver's going to come in to score. And into second base is Schleyball with a double. Younce came in and then had to go back in a hurry, and it was over his head. So two doubles in the inning by the Bears, and they now lead it 5 to nothing on Caleb Bauman. And time has been called as Weaver came around to score. Well, we've said that Schleybaugh always seems to pull the right time to get a base hit for the Bears, and that time he did, driving home the run on the double to right field. That is his 11th RBI of the year. And it brings up Colton Purdy, who's got into the double brigade earlier today in the fourth inning. He led off the inning with a double, and he checked swings on that curveball, but went too far for a strike. Colton, one for three in the afternoon. Schleybaugh at second. Bears lead at 5-0. And that pitch to Purdy is a fastball at the letters for a called strike. And it's 0-2. Steven Spidell is on deck. Now check that. Manny Camacho is, looks like he's going to hit for Spidell. And that pitch is a check swing upstairs. Purdy held off of it. One and two the count. Getting the lead off of second base is Schleybaugh. Coming in behind him is Garza. Now he goes back to short. That pitch is a curveball. Gets behind the catcher car. Schleybaugh is going to pick it up and go to third. So the pass ball sends Schleybaugh to third. And the count is now two and two to Purdy. And the pitch swung on. Fly ball out into short right field. Going back is the second baseman, Ramsire. He's got it for the second out of the inning on a nice play. So Colton pops out the second. Two down. And it brings to the plate Steven Spidell. Now check that. Now it's Manny. Camacho is coming up to the plate. Spidell was the D.H., and now Camacho, who's been playing left field, will be the batter. Manny on the year comes into this one hitting 158 on the season. He'll be the he is the left fielder, has been all afternoon. So Camacho, right-handed batter with two down. Bears lead at five nothing. And the runner at third is Schleybaugh, and that pitch is taken by Camacho at the belt for a called strike. Owen won the count. Coming set, Bauman checks Schleybaugh. That pitch gets behind the catcher car, but not far enough for Schleybaugh to try to come home. And the count is even at 1-1. One one. Wanzik is on deck. Coming set is Bauman, and that pitch, check swing, holds up high. And the count is 2-1 and one to Manny Camacho. Bauman. Check Schleybaugh at third, and that pitch is outside to Camacho, 3-1. and one. So other than the first pitch, Bauman isn't throwing anything near home plate to Camacho in his first at bat. And he comes set, and that pitch is a fastball right down the middle. 3-2 and two the count. Three balls, two strikes. The count, two outs here in the seventh. 
Schleybaugh at third. Bauman comes set. And the payoff pitch to Camacho swung on and topped between the mound and third. Coming in is the third baseman, Galt. He'll throw to first base. Gets by the first baseman. Coming home to score is Schleybaugh. And going down to second base will be Camacho. Camacho will get credit for an infield single, and then he'll take second on the error, which would be the fourth of the ball game against Rittman. But they wouldn't have had him at first base. And Jarrett Wanzik is the scheduled hitter, but now he's going to be called out of the on-deck circle with the Bears leading at 6 to nothing. And Garrett Higgins will come up to the plate. So Higgins will be the pinch hitter. I imagine Wanzik will go right back into right field. But Higgins will come up to the plate. Higgins on the year has not had a hit. This will be his... Third at bat of the year. Six nothing, Bears on top of it. And Higgins takes that pitch outside. Ball. One and oh the count. Getting the lead off at second base is Camacho. And the one oh pitch to Higgins gets by the catcher car. And taking third on the pass ball will be Camacho. They'll probably call that one a wild pitch, and they will wasn't in the dirt, but it was low and outside. So Camacho takes third in the wild pitch. And 2-0 the count to Higgins. He takes that pitch upstairs. Ball three. Strasbaugh on deck. 3-0 the count to Higgins. And the pitch to the plate. Outside ball four. So Higgins walks. And it will bring to the plate. That's the first walk given up this afternoon by Bauman. And that will bring to the plate Strasbaugh with runners at first and third. Higgins at first. Camacho at third. Bauman throws over to first. And Higgins is back with a head first dive. Gets his uniform dirty. 6 nothing Waynedale. They won it yesterday. 7 to nothing. Bauman comes set, pitch to Strasbaugh for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Ryan Weaver's on deck. Coming set is Bauman. And the 0-1 swung on and fouled back against the backstop. 0-2 the count. Strasbaugh had a pitch he really wanted and just got underneath it. 0-2 the count now to Nick. Two down. Camacho at third. Higgins at first with the leads. Coming set. And that pitch is upstairs to Nick. One and two. One ball, two strikes, the count. To the Bears' leadoff man, Ryan Weaver on deck. And the two-out pitch to the plate upstairs again to Strasbaugh. Two and two, the count. Bauman, like Keck. They like to work in a hurry. He comes set. 2-2 pitch. Curve ball down low. Nice backhanded stop by Carr on that curve ball outside. And the count now 3-2. So Higgins will be off at first. 3-2 the count. Bauman gets the lead. There goes Higgins. And that pitch outside. Ball four. So Strasbaugh walks. Second walk of the inning. And the game given up by Bauman in relief. Bases are now loaded. And it brings up Ryan Weaver. Weaver in the ballgame has walked, reached on a sacrifice, 
been hit by a pitch and popped out the third, and he takes the first pitch for a called strike. Ninth man to bat for the Bears here in the seventh. They lead it 6 nothing. And the 0-1 swung on and fouled straight back. Weaver was jammed and managed to get the handle of the bat on it, and the count is now 0-2. Owen to the count now to Ryan Weaver with the bases loaded. Baldwin working out of the stretch. Fouls that one straight back again. And the count stays 0-2. Owen to the count. Bauman comes to the belt. And the pitch is a called strike broke over the outside corner. So Weaver goes down looking. But in the inning for the Bears, they pick up two runs on four base hits in this inning. They leave the bases full and Rittman commits one big error in the inning. But as we head to the bottom of the seventh inning, it is Waynedale six and Rittman nothing. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? For over 25 years, the Apple Creek drive-thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek drive-thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. Well, the Bears lead it 6 to nothing as we head into the bottom of the Seventh inning, they're going for their second straight shutout of Rittman. They won it yesterday, seven to nothing, behind Marcus Schlebaugh, who twirled a four-hit shutout, struck out nine, walked one. Evan Reidenbaugh doing pretty close to the same thing here this afternoon. In this one so far, he's given up one hit. And it brings to the plate the cleanup man, Tyler Galt. Then comes Matt Garza and Tristan Kidd, the four, five, and six hitters here in the bottom of the seventh. And that first pitch is grounded to short. Picked up by Strasbaugh on a couple bounces. Throw across in time for the first out. Reidenbaugh retired the side on five pitches in the last inning. And on the first pitch of this inning, he retires Galt, and it brings up Garza, who's 0 for 2. 6-0 Waynedale. Riding ball into the wine. And the fastball is swung on and grounded wide of second. Picking it up is Purdy. Throw over to first base in time. So two pitches, two outs. Same thing happened in the sixth inning. There were two pitches, two outs. And then Caleb Bauman fouled a couple back. And then grounded out, or flied to center, I should say. And that was the end of the inning. Now brings up Tristan Kidd, who is 0-1 with a walk. 6 nothing. Bears an out away from staying in first place. And that pitch is down low for a ball. 
on deck is Carr if Kidd can keep it going. Reidenbaugh looking for the complete game victory. And the 1-0 is popped up down the left field line going back to Schleybaugh. Now over to Strasbaugh in foul territory. Grabs it and that's the ball game. Tristan Kidd fouls out to short down the left field side for Rittman in the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left. Your final score here this afternoon, Waynedale 3 and Rittman nothing. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, the Bears win it here this afternoon. They've won 10 in a row. They are now 16-4 and on the year, 10-2 and in the Wayne County Athletic League, and they assure themselves of at least staying a half a game up on Chippewa, depending upon what happens this afternoon in their game with the Dalton Bulldogs. Your final line score here this afternoon for Waynedale: three runs on nine hits, no errors. They left 10 men on base. And for Rittman, no runs, one hit this afternoon, four errors, and they left three men on base. That one hit for Rittman, that happened all the way back in the fourth inning, and it was an infield single on a play that Nick Strasbaugh had made an identical play on in the second inning. He went deep in the hole, backhanded it, went down to a knee, but just the transfer. Couldn't get it out of his glove, but it was such an outstanding play, you can't give an error on the play. And Rittman ends up with one hit. They drop their season mark now to 12 and 7 on the year. They're 5 and 7 in the Wayne County Athletic League. Second consecutive game that they have been shut out here this uh, uh, by the Bears. They lost yesterday 7 to nothing. They lose here today by a final score of 6 to nothing in the ball game. We'll be back to give away our Lemons Pizza Star of the Game. We'll do that right after this timeout. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. Well, Evan Reidenbaugh went the distance here this afternoon. Seven innings pitched. He gave up that one hit. No runs. And he walked two, struck out five here this afternoon to expand his record on the season to three and two on the year. Evan Reidenbaugh wins the game this afternoon. And we're going to give Evan our Lem's Pizza star of the game for his outstanding job pitching here this afternoon. So Evan Reidenbaugh is our Lem's Pizza star of the game on his third victory of the season 
for the Waynedale Golden Bears. And we will be back to wrap things up from Rittman. We'll do that right after this final timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza. On the square of Fredericksburg, like us on Facebook, 695-7111. Well, one more time, your final score here this afternoon, 6 nothing. Waynedale wins it here this afternoon to extend their record to 16-4 and on the year, and they have won 10 in a row. Now, our next broadcast game will be Thursday from Triway. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at about 5 o'clock for you on Thursday afternoon. Our thanks to Joe Staley over at Ribbon for helping us out here this afternoon. Also to Justin McDowell and Chris Lapish from Waynedale. Our thanks to Greg Mitchell for producing this afternoon's show, to Mandy Wanzik for helping us out on Facebook. But most of all, our thanks to you for listening. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again the final score here this afternoon. It was Waynedale 6 and Rittman nothing. Until Thursday, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good afternoon, everybody. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball. Today's game has been brought to you by the Shout Brothers Farms, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192, Yoder Builders, the Apple Creek drive Through on Main Street in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905, Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg, call 695-7111. Murphy's Promotions, call 464-1970. The Spidell Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. And by Deb's Den, on Main Street in Apple Creek. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com.